Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get the Hillman Morning Show on demand. Podcasts and more are always online and on your schedule at waaf.com. Looking for some legal advice? I promise you a big cash settlement. Looking for some free legal advice? My fee is 50%. It's time for Ask an Attorney. Well, welcome back to our studios here at 83 Leo MC Birmingham Parkway. Uh, Larry the Lawyer. Larry, how are you? Fantastic, buddy. How are you? Nice to see you today. Good to be seen. Glad to have you here. And always, uh, we have to give a disclaimer, which is that Larry is not working this morning in an official capacity as your attorney. He's just offering his opinion and perhaps his uh, his advice. Correct. I mean, what would we? I mean, what else would you would you do with a legal show, Greg? Except start with a disclaimer. Right. You have to. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> I, I, that's what you guys do. That's good lawyering. Yeah. I mean, if we need people to sign some kind of a virtual waiver or something uh, in their vehicle. You know, it's funny. I was kind of was driving in. And I was listening to Danielle give advice on how to catch a squirrel, and I'm yeah. saying to myself, huh. Not the best advice, Danielle. When she gets bit and has to go get the rabies shot, oh, and she says you're the one that oh, told hey, her. Hey, ding to dong! Do that squirrels don't carry oh, rabies, oh, guy. Oh, I mean, look, oh. I'm just I'm here for you. Don't get mad at me. Listen, help you. Right? You're the legal expert. Out. I'm the wildlife. I mean, you are the wildlife expert, and I am the legal expert. Squirrels do not carry rabies. I don't know. What do you think, buddy? I'm I'm the expert on food. That's what I'm an expert on. Um, a real quick question before we begin with the listener questions, uh, Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin, the uh, actress Aunt Becky. Yes, Aunt Becky, um, actress. Uh, did, uh, it was did, paid very well, evidently. Uh, did, she did not take the 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 plea bargain, the the deal that Felicity Huffman did, and she gets whacked with uh, another charge yesterday. Mm-hmm. This was conspiracy uh, to commit money laundering. I believe conspiracy to commit money laundering. Do you think that's because she didn't admit her wrongdoing? Do you think that's why the feds do, did that? Hey, listen, all I can tell you is I never want to be on the other side of a federal case. Yeah, uh, and probably the best thing to do is to just throw yourself at the mercy of the court. Is that really so, true? Why? Because they have unlimited resources. I, unlimited. They, listen, they don't file a case unless they know they're going to win for really? the most part. Yeah, they have yeah. the FBI, they have the CIA, they have all sorts of all sorts of things at their disposal. Unlimited pockets. Very difficult to win that one. So. Do you think her attorney was not telling her to? I, I, look, I think to, at the end plead? of the day, everyone is going to end up pleading guilty in that. You think so? Because yeah, there's just, just so a matter much, of there's when. There's so much evidence. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the issue is is that they're talking about right now that these people are going to end up doing jail time if they even if they plead. They were talking that they're going to do jail time, so I think that's probably where the hangup is. Trying to figure out what jail you're going to go to, how long you're going to stay there, what's the conditions of where you're going to. I mean, these are all the kinds of things that are probably going on behind the scenes right now. Do you think they'll end up doing jail time? Any I, any of any of these people involved in this? I I would be surprised if they don't. I think that these people, um, because of their status and because of what they've done in the world that we live in today, I think there's going to be an example made of them. Yeah, um, yeah. Which would probably include some kind of jail time. I mean, the yeah. charges keep coming. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, this is Keith. Keith, you're on with Larry, the lawyer. Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's up, Keith? Uh, quick question. I got, I got a, I got a, um, so, so the other day, my, my 10 year old kid, my 10 year old and my six year old took my dogs for a walk around the neighborhood. 
And about 15 minutes later, another couple came walking up, and they're like, hey, no big deal, but, you know, our dogs kind of met walking on the street, and your dog happened to nip our dog in the ear, and we just want to make sure he's up to date with his shots. And I was kind of taken back because my kids were still off on the walk, and here these people are coming up to my house. I'm like, okay, you know, here's my information. My dog's up to date. Didn't really think too much about it. And then that night, the lady texted me. She's like, oh, you know, we end up having to take the dog in to, uh, to get a couple stitches in his ear. No big deal, but everything's all right. He's healing up well. Okay, great, thanks. Here comes the, the bill. <laughs> a, the, next, the next day I get a call from the dog officer. Hi, we understand your dog's been involved in a dog bite. you got to keep him quarantined to the yard for 10 days. Okay, fine. Uh, a couple of days ago, she basically sends me a message. Hey, yeah, we just paid the bill for the surgery, and we want to know how, how you want to go about paying the bill. Do you want to just pay us directly, or do you want us to put a claim into your homeowner's insurance? And that's when I stopped responding, and I said, well... A, A, how, how am I responsible for this when it happened on Common Ground, both our dogs are on a leash, you walk past my house often, you see my dog behind the gate barking at your dog, now when you're out and my kids are on a walk with my dog behind a leash, you think it's a good idea for our dogs to get nose to nose hmm. when my kids don't really have, it, have any idea of what's going to happen, and now because my dog got, 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 got you know, nips your dog, you, you feel I'm responsible for it when, when you're the adults. You need to step in and, and explain to these children, look, don't let these dogs get close. And, and you know what I mean? It's, it's, they're, they're dogs. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? So I well, want to know, yeah. am I responsible for this? Uh, well, <clears throat> I will tell you this. I would say that you don't want other parents telling your kids uh, what to do or how to do it. Um, I know that that's what you said. Probably not what you meant. Yeah. That's your job. No, no. Yeah. Well, I, if, if I, I feel that those people as adults, should have said, hey, you know, let's let's not let these dogs get between each other. I don't think it's a good idea and kind of, and, and yeah, you use a little authority on my kid to, to, to stop a dog fight if, if you know that. But shouldn't that your kids be not- trained by you to do the same thing? I mean, why are you putting it well, all on the parents? My, my, and, I, and by I, the way, I'm not against you. I'm just trying to understand where you're coming no, from. No, I, I teach my kids to keep the dog on the leash. You, you keep them, you keep them to you, but... If you know, if they see some other adults walking up with their dog and say, "Hey, let's let's let the dog say hi," my kids aren't going to know any better. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 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 now now that my dog is gets that what, is that actually what happened? Yeah, they, they're they're walking, they're walking. The other couple come walking up, and, and it's like, "Oh, hey, you know, let's let the dog say hi." And my dog being on a leash in front of my children is, is going to protect my kids. Are right? your you dogs know? typically leash reactive? No, my my oh, dog. That my, sounds like my, a legal my, term, Dan. <laughs> you like that one? You just made the hair on my neck. My dog, my dog is 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 what it's it's a he's is very mild tempered. I have a two year old that will go over and practically, you know, grab the dog's testicles, grab his ears, and the dog doesn't nudge, doesn't move. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like to do that. But no, but when it comes to le- walking really on the leash, like or, if if, dog, if yeah, if the if, or, if or your dog tends to respond or, to other dogs, yeah. Um, what is the what is the legal advice here? Uh, I, I get a lawyer. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, look, you if if your dog bit their dog's ear, you know, you got to figure out who's responsible. You know, you have a ten year old and a six year old. We didn't, you know, the interesting thing is we didn't hear their version of the story, yeah. the kids' version. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, look, that's one of those cases. Great, got to make a decision. You going to pay them or you going to pay the lawyer? Right. And the answer is I prefer pay the just, lawyer. Just, yeah, but you probably would prefer. But then pay I would them. tell them to pay the. You know. Yeah. But, yeah. Look, it's $400 um, for some stitches. You'd this be better is, off paying for the stitches. This is Jason. Hello, Jason. Hey, how you doing? What's up, Jason? So, Larry, I actually left you a voicemail. Um, I'm not sure if you got it or not a couple weeks ago. But I, me and my wife were driving to dinner the other night, and we were hit 
a car crossed the lane and smashed into us, totaled our car. Jeez, are you all right? We then tried to take off on the scene. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're okay. I mean, I went to the hospital that night. My wife went the next day, but but not too bad injuries. Um, so the guy tried to take off. He drove 300 feet down the street, and other cars boxed him in to keep him there. And uh, we have all that on the 911 calls. At the scene, I could tell that something was wrong. Like, like the way the police were handling it, I'm like, this isn't right. And they kept trying to make us leave. They kept asking us to leave. And they had the cars out of there in like two seconds, and they kept saying he wasn't he wasn't impaired, and they they took him away without telling us, and they didn't even give us his information. And to find out, come to find out over the weekend, he was an off-duty police officer for that town, and they made all the witnesses leave, and they didn't they take from anybody, including including me. They didn't take statements from. They didn't even ask me what happened, and they were leaving. I was like, do you, do you want to know what happened or not? And they're like, no, we got it. And oh. now they filled out the paperwork like. Almost like it was our fault. Like the police report makes it look like it was our fault. Oh, jeez. Wow. Uh, so there deep. may be some kind of a conspiracy afoot here, Larry. I, was uh, it a local police or was it state police? Yeah, local local police. Local I, police. I mean, look, you know, you may want to go to the state police. The <laughs> problem you have now is, is that you're never going to prove that this guy was intoxicated. Yeah. But if I, this guy literally that. went from one side of the road to the other and crashed into you, I, I don't know how they're making that your fault. I don't know how your insurance yeah, so, company so, is going to say it's your fault. So I'm working. I'm working with the internal affairs guy, and he seems to seems to want to do the right thing. But they they won't change. They say there's no way to change the accident report that they filed. And he said they're saying that like the damage tells that it was his fault. But he's still saying the other guy is still saying that it was our fault. And I mean, he could say it all day long. Can't find anybody to help us. I've, yeah. I've talked to like 20 lawyers. I've talked to the state police. I've talked to the district attorneys. I can't find one person to help us. Yeah. It's it's crazy. Um, well, any any. Well, here's some help for you. You yeah. found one person that's going to help you. You yeah. ready for this one? Yeah. Chances are the insurance company is going to find it as his fault. They're going to pay you for your damages for your car, and they're going to pay you for the damages to you and your wife and your medical injuries. If they don't, you're going to get a notice from the insurance company that states that you have the right to appeal the surcharge. They're going to give you an insurance surcharge. Appeal that. You give me a call, and we'll take care of business. Do you advise people to get a uh, dash camera? I advise people to use their cell phone if they get in an accident. Yeah. You, know, you should take pictures of the area, the road conditions, the driver's license, the driver's plate for the car that hit you and where the car stopped, any of those things. I mean, today's day and age, Greg, it takes two seconds to take a little video of that. Yeah, and yeah. You preserve it. Um, here's a 617 text for, for Ask an Attorney. I think my wife is going to be asking for a divorce. Any advice? This would be advice in, in advance. Advice that's in advance. Well, that's, first of all, Put good job. Put your cash because... in the wall in your house. <laughs> Best advice I ever gave, Greg, was learn to love her. Client oh, had a lot to uh, lose. Yeah. Learn to love her. Learn to love her. But I mean, uh, look, you know, I'll tell you this. If somebody's getting a divorce, you know, a lot of people walk into the office and, you know, obviously it's a, it's a pretty big failure of your life. You know, you go to an altar or you go to City Hall, you say, I do, it's going to be forever. And when it isn't, you know, emotions get involved. So th the biggest thing that I can tell anybody that's going through that process is to, to try to take the emotion out of it. You know, get yourself some therapy to make sure that you understand how to deal with the things that you're going through. The legal issues in a divorce are relatively straightforward. You know, depending on whether or not you have real estate, children, businesses, it can get obviously more complicated. But... The reality is, is you got to you got to make sure that when you go into a divorce situation, you're going in with a clear mind and a clear head. And remember, if there's somebody that you're with that doesn't love you, that wants a divorce, chances are your life's going to be better when you get through that. So don't look at it as a negative event. Here's a seven seven four text. My manager is consistently texting me 
when I am at home off the clock trying to reprimand me. <laughs> I feel I feel like I am being singled out. Is there any action that can be taken or in the least should I be getting paid for this time when I am getting text messages from my manager? I, mean, I think a lot of that depends on whether or not this person's a salaried employee, they're, they're in management. Um, you know, then it's pretty much fair game. There's no overtime requirements and your boss can talk to you. If, if you really think it's some kind of harassment and there's a human resource department, you may want to report it to them. You know, it's not really cool if this guy is, is chastising you or this woman, for that matter, is chastising you and trying to punish you after hours. Those are things that should be happening during work. But if you're management and there's a question here or there, I don't see an issue with it. This is Ask an Attorney with Larry the Lawyer. Here's a 774 text. I am in a band in the area that has been active for the last 10 years. Recently, a new band with the same name and spelling just formed and have said that they refuse to change it. Is there anything legally we can do to make them change the name of their band? So if you had to trademark the name of your band or copyrighted it, then you have then you have protection in that regard. If you didn't and you, you potentially have a common law trademark or copyright... Would that be like a right of first use type thing? Or? Yeah, basically it's uh, you know it's like Coca-Cola. You know, I can't go out and start a brand of, of right. soda called Coca-Cola. You know, they've got their name protected. So if your band's been around that long, you know, maybe you took those steps to, to do that. A lot of artists do do those kinds of things. Same thing with lyrics too, by the way, Greg. A lot of uh, artists copyright their lyrics as well just yeah. to make sure that people aren't taking those. So this, there are things to do. It sounds like they might have missed the boat on this one. Yeah. But they would have a common law trademark or copyright issue that they could exert. This is Connor. Hey, Connor, you're on with Larry the Lawyer. Hey, Larry. Uh, What's up, buddy? I, I work for an engineering inspection firm. We do, like, uh, inspections on, on construction sites. And uh, we have some prevailing wage jobs. Uh, but as employees, we don't get the prevailing wage for some reason and i was wondering what <laughs> it's because your boss that. wants the money <laughs> that's the reason your boss is trying to make that money <laughs> totally not so, okay when you're on a prevailing wage job your employer has to pay you the prevailing wage you know greg these are this is one of the areas of the law especially in this state where you see a lot of class actions um you know my advice to that particular caller is you know give me a ring offline we don't do that kind of stuff but you know we do know people that are really good at that stuff Okay. Of course, if you sue your employer, you you might want to start looking for another job. Uh, is, is, that, is that a good idea? There's always yes, that, right? Yes, yes. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, my God. These text messages come in so fast, and I can't <laughs> I don't have glasses. And the font is huge. I mean, my God, I can't see anything. Um, uh, I was overpaid by my company in January. And apparently they have just realized it and sent me an email asking for the money back. I have already spent the money. Do I have any legal recourse here? You know, Greg, we get one of these every week, don't we? <laughs> hey, uh, my boss made a mistake and they gave me an extra grand. Why do I have to give that back? Well, you have to give it back because it's not your money. I mean, and when you got the check, you should have looked down and said, wow, this amount's much different than what I normally get. What happened here? <laughs> People, right. there's a great rule of thumb. It's called just be honest. Uh-huh. It really solves most of your problems. Yeah. Go into your human resources and tell them they made a mistake. Tell them that, the, what about, but you got to pay the money back, yeah. right? Listen, yeah. I don't yeah, care legally know. or not, but morally, go pay the money back. Yeah, all right. It's that's, not yours. It's not your money. Uh, this is Dan. Hello, Dan. Hello. Hey, you're on with Larry. What's up, Dan? How you doing? Hey, what's yeah, up? Yeah, quick question for you. Yeah. Wife was involved in a car accident. She was rear-ended. 
good amount of damage to the car. She went to a doctor. She's got some slip disc. If she hires an attorney and pursues the case, obviously you have all the medical bills paid. Do the people she sues get notified? For instance, a girl works with my daughter, and she doesn't want any problems, but she has some back problems right now. So once you sue, once you actually file the lawsuit, you have to serve them. So, yeah, they would know at that point in time. Chances are they're going to know anyways. I mean, look, if there's a rear-end collision and there's an injury, people expect that they're going to have an insurance claim. The other thing I will tell you is this. The insurance company is going to find her at fault because it's a rear-end collision. She's going to end up with probably a six-point surcharge, which is the maximum that you can get in Massachusetts because of the damage to the property. So by you going forward on the personal injury claim, it's not like she's going to get an additional six points. She's already where she needs to be, so you're not hurting her at all. All you're doing is you're making your wife whole. So if you're going after the insurance company, the people that are insured are going to be notified also. I mean, eventually, like they're said, not going to they're, you know, they're the not have personal knowledge until you sue them. <laughs> Having said that, you, they are going to have, right now, they've gotten letters from their insurance company that has your name on it that says, hey, you're involved in an auto accident. Please fill yep. out this report. Let us know what happened. So okay. they already know what your name is. And, you know, I mean, they hit you, so they should know who your name right. is, right? Right. I just want to make sure that because my wife doesn't want to really sue the insurance company if my daughter's going to have any problems with a girl at work. I mean, look, I can't tell you that one uh, yeah. uh, because people can be a little bit <laughs> yeah. off a sometimes. A little bit upset. A little bit. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. Yeah. I mean, from my standpoint, you're not to me, you're not hurting her any more than she's hurt herself by rear-ending you. And, and you know what? Kudos to you for apologizing to somebody that rear-ended your car, sent your wife to the hospital, and <laughs> caused all sorts of havoc in your life. Yeah. Um, here's a text that says, I started a new job as a supervisor. They were, it was urgent. They said that they got me in there five weeks later. They just laid me off because their forecast was wrong. Is there anything I can do? Yeah. Collect unemployment. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's the only choice. Or get another job. You can do that. <laughs> right. Uh, here's a text. My wife works for the dollar store and they only give her an 11 minute break, not 15 minutes. Is that allowed? I mean, think about that. Uh, <laughs> They're well, taking away one break a week by yeah, doing it that way. But there's not a lot of margin at the dollar store, so they need to shave off the minutes. They mm-hmm. got it down to 11 as opposed to 15. <laughs> I can't talk bad about the dollar store because my 10-year-old loves the dollar store. Well, like, LB that's loves, a family LB loves the dollar store. All day, every day, brother. Yeah. LB loves. Best play. You, you give your kids a handful of ones, and it's a good yeah, time. He yeah. loves the dollar store. But yeah, there'll be a handful of ones. It's a whole different situation. <laughs> is there, I mean, look, the law is the law, and it is 15 minutes of break. Uh, for every six hours so yeah i mean she's entitled to her four minutes uh i don't know maybe you set your watch to navy time and start taking a a running total of your minutes that you're missing my husband plays hockey in a men's league that includes no hitting after a play he was hit by a hardo jerk uh, from behind (laughs) no penalty final two minutes of the game he was assisted off the ice he has a torn hamstring he's missing work Going to doctor's appointments, is there any recourse? You know, eventually there comes a point in all men's lives, Greg, where you got to realize that you are not a boy anymore. <laughs> and you shouldn't be playing men's league hockey at a certain no, past a certain not age. a good idea. LB, can you, <laughs> you got to you got to you got to realize when you got to call it a career. Uh-huh. 
Can there are the hardos, though. In yeah, those of course, of leagues. course, there are. You know, oh I, God, how do you prove he was doing it on purpose? I mean, it's, yeah, well, it's behind. a no-hitting you know, league. I mean, I mean skating is not easy. I mean, it's a no-hitting league. Could you sue because it, there's it's a no-check league? Well, Greg, you know the number one rule: we can uh, always sue. Yes, of course you can. Always. <laughs> we don't need a reason to do is, that. Well, the, the question, question is, is, can, can we be collect, successful? Right? And, can you collect? That's I think there's an assumption of the risk risk here. You put those skates on, you go on that ice. You're assuming some risk. I mean, look at what this poor guy went through. No, look at him. He looks horrible. That's just because of the oh. baseball tavern yesterday. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. bang. <laughs> I look like I got hit with a bag of quarters. <laughs> All right. You got time to hang? I know. We have, I, I have the suit on. I have a big lunch today with uh, some new clients. Oh, okay. Alston Construction, Greg. I'm going to oh. give them a little plug. Oh, how about a rando Murray. ding over there, LB? A little ding for Alston Construction, All building right. the Northeast. Where are you going, where are you going to lunch? At the UMass Club with the oh, uh, the governor. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. oh, very nice, Governor Baker. Very nice. Uh, free lunch. Greg is writing me a note. Uh, wants to know if you can add one more person to the lunch. <laughs> if it's five plus one, one. I would. I would be happy to join you. If well, I, you know, you're always if, invited. If you'd like to, make I mean, it you know, your relationship with the governor is as, as strong as it gets. Yes, yes. All right. Well, can you hang for like another I, fifteen or twenty? One hundred percent. All right. So Larry, the lawyer, is here. Scott, during ask an attorney, Larry, the lawyer, is here. And Scott, say hi to Larry. Hey, Larry. Hey, Let's Scott. Thanks for What's taking up? my call. What's up? Scott? I have a question about a divorce. Yes. My brother got divorced, signed, agreed. Is, is there a time period? He just got his final papers in the mail, and he doesn't agree to it all now. He feels he was bullied into saying okay to the judge. So in By Massachusetts- a mediator, his attorney, and her attorney. Okay. So time period for him? Yeah, so there's a nice time period, Greg. Basically, if it's an agreement, you have 90 days from the time your divorce judgment enters before it becomes final. I'm not quite sure that your brother's going to get the kind of relief that the statute contemplates. A lot of times okay. it's fraud or something like that when you're trying to not move forward on the nice side period. Yeah. But your only shot is to try to stop it before it goes final if he really feels like he uh, he took it on the chin. But I will tell you this. One of the problems that he's going to have, Greg, is that when people have a separation agreement, they go before a judge and the judge asks a series of questions about that agreement, such as, do you understand this agreement? Did you sign it freely and voluntarily? Is it fair and reasonable? These are pretty much standard in every case. Be willing to bet your brother's on tape saying, yep, signed it, yep, understand it, yep, I agree, it's reasonable. That's gonna, It's going to be a, a difficult road for him to try to get that reversed. Okay. Listen to this one. 508 text. Ooh. I started a unicorn startup, and my CEO was arrested for defrauding the Virgin Island government. He has done the same with my company and my investors. He has committed international wire fraud. I have no money to hire a lawyer as he stole everything from me. Jesus. How can I prosecute? Contact the United States Attorney's Office. Is that, is that, that's what you should do, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if it's crimes that have been committed and it involves international and bank fraud and all the things that you're talking about, I'd contact the United States Attorney's Office. Uh, if it's a state crime, they may want to contact the district attorney locally or the Maura Haley's office, the Attorney General's office. But in this particular case... Uh, start with the Attorney General or the United States Attorney's Office. Have you watched, taken my advice and watched The Inventor yet? <laughs> so I, I, I got as far as the trailer before yeah. my kids grabbed me oh, and okay. I had to go do something. Right. But Can it you... does look pretty interesting. I am actually looking forward to seeing it. You have to watch it. It's great, great yeah, television. It, she, it really uh, is. She's quite a character, that woman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Larry, the company I worked for for seven years closed their doors and paid all employees a large severance check 
Uh, but while that happened, I was out on workman's comp. Um, when the doors were closed, I never received anything in the form of a severance package at all. Uh, do I have any recourse? You have none. No, no, rec- yeah. no, no recourse. No, I mean, no, we've no. talked about this. <laughs> Severances, for the most part, are gifts. Yeah. You know, right. so I'm sorry you were out, but your gift was workers' comp, I guess, right? Uh, for that long extended, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Be nice to your boss. Uh, be nice to your boss. Yes, that that will help you By with the way, your severance package. Be, be nice to your boss. Be nice yeah. to your boss. Be nice to your boss. Uh, let's see. This is John on Ask an Attorney. What's up, John? Hi. Uh, good morning. Thanks for taking my question. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, um, we have a sibling who died in the family, and um, we want nothing to do with it. Uh, they got hold of the coroner, got hold of one of a family member, and said, you have to call a nursing home so we can cremate the body and we don't want anything to do with it the question is can they come back two years from now and bill us for rental and cremation you know uh, it's not it's not <laughs> this is not funny but, but we're all over here chuckling because i can't believe that you just called the radio station and said my brother or sister died and we don't even want to get the person cremated like what in the world happened in that family greg yeah I, no, I don't even know what to say. Responsibility. We don't have the money to pay. Well, that's well, one thing, but this is your sibling, man. I mean, don't you want to make sure your sibling finds a resting place? Well, yeah, but we well, like yeah, said, but we what? You just called up mark. and said, "Hey, I don't want to have anything to do with this." None of us do, as a matter of fact. So, I mean, I don't know what you want me to tell you. Go fund um, me. How about a, yeah? I was just going to say that. I think this guy <laughs> needs a GoFundMe page. Yeah. Um, I mean, can they ha- be held? Legally responsible? No, if but it, that's not. The, the, I mean, that's, that's not even close no, I, to the point. I, I, that was his question, though. Yeah, no, I mean, you, you know, let your brother or your sister stay in the morgue, and the state no. will handle it. Well, okay. I, 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 damn, don't you want don't you want your sibling to go to heaven? Uh, I, I, I mean, want to know what happened uh, be, in that that's family. Not, that's, that's not proven to by get when somebody's buried. I mean, that's that point where they don't even want to bury their brother or sister. Yeah, they had obviously some issues there. I think some familial some familial issues. This is Courtney. Yes, hello, Courtney. Hi. Hey, what's I, going on? I had a question. My landlord, he has entered the house three times without permission. Yeah. And I know for a fact that obviously it's him. He's the only one with the key. My door is definitely locked and shut when I leave. But three different times we have come home to the door wide open, like the back gate and the fence is open. He has um, an area in the back of the house that he has his business out of. And he has also, like, one of the times the other day, he left that open. So he's clearly there and going in, and he's denying it. And when I asked him about it, his wife, like, flipped out and hung up on me. And I just don't know how to stop it. Get a camera. Camera, nanny cam. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Nanny cam. I mean, is the landlord, is a landlord allowed to enter the premises without? Good question, Mr. Hill. Yes. As always, yes. landlords are allowed to enter the premises. Typically, their authority to do so comes in the form of the lease and language in a lease where they typically have to give reasonable notice. Reasonable notice is at least 24 hours notice unless, you know, for example. Yeah, mine's says 72. Okay. All right, so there and you go. he doesn't so. call me for anything. And it's like, just like guilty. Like as soon as I ask them, they just flip out. Huh. Well, that's what the guilty do. That's, that's weird. Yeah. The guilty defend yeah. themselves vehemently. So can she... Nanny cam. Okay. Nanny cam, uh, and then contact the police for trespassing. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'll do so. that. Thank you so much. Okay. You're welcome. All right. Bye.
So if the landlord gives you notice, you can't deny them the right to enter the property, though, correct? Correct. Now, okay. with, with a tenant, Greg, they have the right for a quiet enjoyment. It's one of the things you get when you rent, which means you have the ability to live in that property free of interference from your landlord. Uh, it sounds like this guy's borderline creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. Uh, this is Rob. Hello, Rob. Rob. Rob, Rob turn, hey. turn, turn your radio down, Rob. Oh, my gosh. I, say, I, wait I for will Rob? tell you this. I do I sound say, good on the radio. I mean, I, I, yeah. myself, not I mean the phone. Yeah. Rob, yeah. because of the delay, he's going to hear. Rob, turn your radio down. Rob. Jesus. Rob, Rob pocket dying? dialed you. Oh, my God. Is Rob I, being cremated? Uh, I nodded oh. off. Rob. Rob. Oh. Are you the only person who has not heard the rule that when you call a radio station, you oh. turn the... What, what's what's your question, Rob? Hello. Yes. What's my your question? My, my question. Sorry about that. I had the phone upside down. Yeah. Okay. Um, my my question. <laughs> I can't is, believe that. You, honestly, <laughs> Greg, I can't believe you waited this long. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, you hang up in ten I know, seconds. I know. I know. I'm, I'm trying to help the guy. <laughs> I was, needs, uh, the guy I feels- was waiting. I'm on, I'm on my way to work. My question is is uh, um, I'm actually currently married. I've been married and. Uh, I have a seven-month-old baby. Um, my wife has been keeping me away from her, and things have been really rocky with us. Um, she's left multiple messages, text messages, saying she's going to hurt herself, give up uh, my daughter to me. And she, uh, uh, in the past, ended up um, uh, abandoning her other son. And her parents currently take care of the son. Rob, I'm going to tell you a couple things, Rob. Number one, you should file. If you're not going to file for a divorce, you should at least file to get some custody rights of your child. Sounds like, unfortunately, the mom is dealing with some issues that she should really focus on. If you're with somebody that's threatening to to hurt themselves or hurt your child, a good rule of thumb is... Call the uh, call an ambulance. You can call the Departments of Children's and Family. Uh, I would certainly recommend that at a minimum as calling the Departments of Children and Family because the worst thing is you don't do anything. Your wife hurts herself and your child. I don't know how you live that one down. Here's a 617 text. 27-year-old woman here. My roommate moved out of our place in Southie over the weekend, and I believe she took an awful lot of my clothing with her. <laughs> What can I do about this, about getting it back? I don't know. Start with a call. Uh, Did you take my clothes? Yes. Start with that. Um, Uh, Stalk her Instagram and screenshot every instance you can find of her wearing said clothes. That's second. Maybe hire a private detective and take some photographs of her leaving her new apartment. Um, what do you call the police about that? Or? I mean, you could, but I mean, I mean you're going to have to have a, a pretty good idea that she, here's what the police are going to say. Civil matter. Oh, they're going to say it's a civil matter. Yeah, I mean, there's no yeah. proof at all that this woman took this stuff unless you can find her with the clothes. I mean, the police can't just say, Hey, we're going to take care of this. They're going to knock on her door, walk in, go through her drawers and take your clothes back. Yeah. doesn't work that way. They it need doesn't. a warrant. It doesn't. They need probable cause <laughs> to get that warrant. Ew, uh... I know it's this little thing <laughs> called the constitution. It's such a, <laughs> such an inconvenience sometimes. Uh, um, see, I think, I mean, Larry's a lawyer. Like, I work at a law firm, too. And, like, sometimes I think he's just talking out of his adorable little ass. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. It is adorable. I agree with you. Uh, we? See. I tapped it today. I did. Uh, you did. Well, not solid. literally tapped it, but, you you know. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Here's a text. Uh, oh, relax. You're fine, Larry. Here's a text. Thank you. <laughs> paying, paying child support, and my child is 18 and does not want to go to college. Do I have to continue paying child support? So a couple things. You should talk to an attorney to have an analysis done. But in Massachusetts, child support terminates at the age of 18. However... If a parent proves that the child is reasonably dependent on them financially, Greg, child support can continue until they're 21. And if a child is enrolled as a full-time student in a college or university, it can continue until they're 23. So this is one of those situations where you might be able to get out of child support, but you're going to need to talk to an attorney to figure that out. And the mom is probably, I'm assuming this is the father, but maybe it's the mother. The spouse is probably going to fight that. Uh, Listen, everybody fights that. They do. Who wants the money train to stop? Uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Living the dream over here. Uh, I mean, LB's been telling me for the last year he's going to get me his agreement so I can take a look at him, right, buddy? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What? I just have to go to Millisex Courthouse. You got to remember to get up on time. I do. I can. Uh Uh, Let's see. This is Matt. Hello, Matt. Hello? Hey, Matt, turn your radio down, please. Yeah, I did. What's up? Uh, so I'm trying to pay my 2018 taxes. Yeah. And you know how you need your 2017 income? Yeah. So I went to look for it, and, um, I found the form online, but it doesn't show my IGA. What's the IGA? Gross? Uh, internal, in gross income something. Uh, in ingrown income. I, I don't. What's the I don't, question? I don't, what is your question? How how am I gonna do my taxes if I can't find my 2017 income? Just make up an they amount. Need, they need to know your income. That's like pick a number out of the uh, out of the sky and just make. I don't. I don't Did you file your taxes last year? <laughs> right. I mean, we have These to go. Are, you know. You're supposed to get the w, you get the W two yeah, or the or the ten ninety nine and, and so that's is, the, is, yeah, is, is he still on the phone? Uh, no, I say I'm right. up with that guy. I I mean, Let's uh, make it even easier. You want to make it even easier, yes, Greg? Yes. Call a CPA. Uh, just call an accountant. <laughs> call an accountant. That's my that's my advice. Not uh-huh. even legal advice. Uh, let's see. I have a raccoon problem in my trash, so I discharged my firearm Uh-oh. last night. This morning, I walked out. And noticed that it was my neighbor, my neighbor's dog, that I had. What, what, please what let you, this be wow. fake. Wow, is, is that fake? fake? This has to. Please yeah. let this be fake. Jeez, I'm gonna upset Danielle if I read it. I can't even read that. <laughs> that has to be fake. Jeez. That's so like, oh, I can't. Yes, discharging your firearm. Hill dog, if, if this is legit, I can answer this. Uh, You're yes. in a world of ass, dude. Uh, uh, AGI is adjusted gross income, and this texter says you can call the IRS and they will mail that to you if you'd like. All right. How do so. I call the IRS? Okay. All right. Uh, that's, how do I get on Google? I was just thinking about the poor neighbors that woke up and found their dog in this guy's trash. I, I know. I, I hope that. I hope that didn't happen. Do you think uh, that's a fake, Danielle? That's I'm I mean, Danielle's got tears fake. coming. Down I know. She, poor Danielle. He just now rattled I look her. Up the phone number. She's I gotta crying. find out where this jackass lives. I gotta check the yeah. woods next to the house. <laughs> poor Skippy. <laughs> Listen. Yeah. Uh, by the way, general rule of thumb, Greg: Do yeah. not shoot your gun. Yeah. Into the dark no. at something that you don't 100% uh. know what it is. 
Sorry. Oh, don't. Uh, I, I was hitting a raccoon, but it was a trash shot man. Your dog. Do I go to jail for murder, Greg? <laughs> hello, here. Tim. I got you a new Skippy. Hello, hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. Good morning, morning show. What's happening? Okay, I have a question for Larry. Yes. Um, right now, I pay child support for my daughter. She's nine years old. I pay $130 a week every week, never missed a payment. Her mother is now taking her and moving her to Florida. I live in Massachusetts. Um, I mean, there's really no way I'll be able to see her on the regular uh, at all anymore. I was wondering if child support continues or if there's any way I can take it to court and get a uh, a modification to a smaller amount. So let me I'll let me ask you this question: Has her. she filed an action in the probate court to remove the child to Florida? I don't believe so. So she can't just leave. Has she left yet? She has not. So if she leaves, you could file a contempt against her for your visitation not being met. I assume you have a visitation schedule. We don't have anything solid in the court. It's, you met? Are you all right? It, let's back up. Child born out of wedlock? Yes. Okay. You need to file what's called a 209C application to establish paternity, child support, and visitation. If okay. you don't do that and get her served immediately, she's going to be able to go to Florida and there's zero that you're going to be able to do about it. If In you do that, we'll continue. she has to file a removal petition. So she's got to prove to the court that it's in the best interest, not just of the child for her to move, but there's a reasonable advantage for her in moving. So it's a pretty difficult situation. Okay. Uh, but if you don't get something filed pronto, my friend, you are in trouble. Okay. This is Mark. Hello, Mark. Yes, how's it going? What's up, Mark? You on with Larry the Lawyer, and uh, we've had some interesting calls today. It's been an yeah. interesting, uh, I a, interesting I week. I got another IRS awesome. question. Yeah. What do you got? Um, I got audited. Um, they're looking for work-related um, expenses. I guess receipts from 2016 and 2017. Yeah, audited by the IRS or the DOR. By the, uh, yeah, I guess yeah, the state or the feds, yeah. the state or federal IRS, state. Oh, state. Okay. And I don't have any of that. Well, guess what? Any of it. You, my friend, are going to owe some tax money and some penalties if you don't have it. it oh, really? Yeah. Okay. You have to have the backup. Yeah, you do. I mean, now, who, who, who you actually, might want to start by getting your credit card companies to send you all of your statements from that time period and try to recreate it with your calendar. But, you know, rule of thumb, six years, hold on to your stuff, six, seven years at least. Really? I know, but who, who actually does that? People, a lot, <laughs> let me tell you something, my friend. A lot friend. of people. A lot more than you would expect. And I'm going to tell you one more thing. After you get through this audit and you need your blood transfusion – you, too, will be one of the people that does it. Hey, let me ask you a question that the examiner will probably ask. <laughs> if you didn't have your receipts, how did you know how much you were going to uh, you spent from an expense point of view? Because I know I know what I spend every day as far as gas, parking, tolls. I mean, got to have a log think? for all yeah. of that. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I mean, I drive into Boston every day for work. What do they think? I parachute in? I <laughs> so here's the other problem. You don't get paid <laughs> mileage. You can't deduct <laughs> driving in and to, to and from work. You can't do that. If, if, if what? You can't deduct your mileage to go from your home to your office. That's not well, a business expense. Uh, well, Look, I'm just telling you, not. my <laughs> advice, not. you need a tax attorney or you need a CPA. You have and, big and issues. 
and that's the other thing. My accountant, I tried calling him twice. He hasn't returned my call. Then get a yeah, new one. Hey, listen, Greg, this is one of those things people yeah. need to be aware of. The accountant's going to look at you and say, oh, you signed this form here, which says that you provided me all the backup and that all the backup was true and accurate and I relied on you. You're not going to get any relief from your CPA. So I'm screwed anyway. You're uh, you are screwed, but you I will are. tell you, you can maybe <laughs> mitigate that screwedness by talking to a tax attorney. Yeah. Congratulations, you've been screwed <laughs> by yourself. <laughs> by, and, by and not for nothing. Speaking, you know, for for a friend, deal deal with it a step. Deal yeah, with it immediately you because you do not want to make an enemy of the IRS or the DOR. Yeah, and penalties aren't easy. No. Yeah. No. Uh, let's see. Here's somebody who signed. Hold on. The text machine. Greg, going. we need to get you glasses. I, I'm, I'm getting them. Will you stop? Everybody's telling. I know. I know. I got. I know. They're expensive. I'm saving up for them. Uh, let's see here. I signed a non-compete. Uh, where the heck did that go? Uh, I signed a non-compete about 18 years ago uh, in Massachusetts after six years of employment. Uh, I was basically told to sign or I was fired. I'm leaving the company after 26 years of service, and they're bringing this up. I'm just a, a regular guy. Uh, is this enforceable? So, uh, yeah, they are enforceable. They have to be reasonably limited in geography and in time. So you can't have uh, you can't say, hey, you can't sell widgets in the United States of America for the next hundred years. It has to be limited to where you did your business in a reasonable time period, typically. But they are documents that can be um, enforced. Never, ever sign one of those without having an attorney look at it on your behalf because, it, in essence, it stops you from being able to go out and earn a living in some cases. Okay. Um, this is Daniel on Ask an Attorney with Larry the Lawyer. What's up, Daniel? Hey. Uh, long time. I love you guys. Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Um, Larry... Yes. Question. I, uh, so I am married, three young children under the age of eight. Uh, we were just recently evicted out of an apartment, being a month ahead in rent. Figure that one out. Um, but my ex landlord is a police officer. He's a lieutenant through one of the cities in Massachusetts. And every time I go back to that city, he has me pulled over. Um, I had just recently. Uh, recorded one of the um, being pulled over, and I just want to make sure I'm not going to get bagged for not getting anybody's consent when I uh, post it. Well, to make awareness Massachusetts of is a two-party consent state, so you need to, to audio record. You need the consent of the person you're recording and yourself. Yep. Uh, number one, number two, unless it's in the public view, did you record him out in the open, him or her, the officer? Yeah, it was during the uh, during the stop, during the police stop. And what what on that video makes you want to post it? Uh, it's just it, it's. I, I need to make awareness about what this guy. What what's this? Yeah, guy let me tell you. I'm going to stop you right there, <laughs> buddy. You're going down the wrong road. <laughs> you think? All right, and and again, <laughs> this is not. We're not going to call this legal advice. We're going to call this friendly advice. The last thing that you want to do is take on a lieutenant in a city's police department and start posting videos on awareness when it doesn't sound like they've really done anything wrong. Yeah. What did they pull you over for? Uh, he's gone. He's, he's, yeah, he's yeah. I mean, uh, not a good yeah. idea, no, right? Not a good, not a good idea? No. Uh, leave I mean, it alone? So I'm not telling you to stay away from the city. Yeah, well, just leave it yeah. alone. But if you're going to start leave posting videos, you better have some yeah. real good reason to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's been interesting this week. 
Always is. Larry the lawyer. Love Larry, it. Larry Army. Love it. Uh, Larry Army Jr. ESQ. Uh, Larry has an office here in the city of Boston and an office in Worcester. Yes. And you can find him at armyandroach.com. Is that correct? That is correct. Or on the Twitter, Larry Army Jr. Esquire, J-R-E-S-Q. Okay. Esquire. And as you know, Greg, we try to post some of the comments that we didn't get to on the Twitter feed. Yes. So that the people... Uh, the can listeners read, of your show can, can continue to that. get educated. All right. We, we, we really appreciate that. All right. And we'll see you in a, in a week or two or you whatever, bet. whatever we do. All right. Uh, maybe it's, I'll see you Monday. Uh, you're going to come to the marathon party? I mean, you should. Scott, Capitol a, Grill, oh, Boylston oh, Street. Does oh, it get any best. better than that? <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. All right. We'll see you on Monday. Uh, sounds good. Guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.